You're listening to the Bear in Mind podcast, episode number 21. A podcast about love, color, and identity, and where driving yourself crazy is totally sane and curable. Now your host, T. Vias. Is it even possible not to really care about somebody else's opinion? Well, the short answer is no and yes. We are wired to care about somebody else's opinion, and it is an advantage to care about somebody else's opinion. And today I'm going to talk about how not to take that opinion and not let it become an obsessive thought and affect you to the point where it doesn't help you out to continue to spend time dwelling on it. So then, how not to care about somebody else's opinion? I'm going to share with you a recipe, much like a base baking recipe, that'll help you shrug off other people's opinions. And the recipe has two main ingredients, and then the third ingredient is what I consider the secret ingredient to actually helping you really not care. So the recipe not to care is very much like a cake recipe where all of the ingredients need to be mixed in the bowl properly before putting it in the oven. And so the first ingredient is the foundational ingredient, much like flour is the foundation in a cake recipe. And that is a person's opinion originates from their own mind. It comes from their experiences, their memories, images they've seen throughout their lifetime. And it does not originate from whatever it is that you say or do or how you look. And this is, in essence, a mind boundary. And I talk more in detail about this in episode number 19 titled Other People's Opinions. So then if somebody makes a negative comment about you, which you perceive as negative, it actually comes from the inner workings of their mind. And if they were to say a positive comment to you like, oh, you're great or you're beautiful, that opinion also comes from the inner workings of their mind. And the same is true on the other side. For you, your opinions come from your experiences and your memories that you have had throughout your lifetime up until now. And so that constitutes basically the mind boundary, that we're two separate minds and they work separately. And that each of us only really has control over our own mind. And that brings us to the second ingredient, and that is no one's opinion is the absolute truth. Not my opinion, not your opinion. And it's tempting to think that there is an absolute truth in it, especially when we've had a pattern in some of those experiences. And one of those patterns for me is growing up, I had a lot of negative things, how I perceive them as negative, said to me all throughout my childhood and adolescence and I took that to mean that whatever my family members were saying to me had to be the truth. And so then in adulthood, when I heard negative comments said to me, I 
had a pattern of believing all of the negative comments and I never really believed any of the positive comments that were said to me. And that's one of the ways in which how our experiences influence the inner workings of our mind. And then it becomes a little bit difficult to remember that there is actually no truth in somebody else's opinion. Even in people's opinions where we give enormous credit to them, and that could be our parents, our friends, it could be experts in articles that we read. And I have an example where where when I was learning about gut health and things like that, I remember a while ago I had read articles and studies about how breakfast is the most important meal of the day and it helps aid in weight loss. So you should always have a breakfast to avoid eating a whole bunch of calories throughout the day. And now there's studies showing that intermittent fasting is actually healthy and it helps in weight loss. So you increase the time or you lengthen the time before you actually have breakfast. You can actually have breakfast at 11 o'clock in the morning. And even studies based on data, factual data, somebody's interpreting that and giving their opinion on that. And even those opinions that we read in scientific articles are still subjective and that there is really no one that is all-knowing and objective about anything. So now that we've created a mind boundary and remember that no one's opinion is the absolute truth, it's now time for the secret ingredient to making probably the best cake ever. And that is find some truth in the other person's opinion. And this actually comes from a concept developed by a psychologist called George Miller. And I refer to his concept, it's called Miller's Law, actually. And I refer to it in episode five on how to handle poor questions because it can also be used in situations where somebody does ask you a poor question. And Miller's Law is that you assume what the other person is saying is true or what it could be true of. So it may seem that it contradicts ingredient number two, no one's opinion is the absolute truth. And that means that no one's opinion is right or wrong. And that here you need to find the element of truth in their opinion. And that can be done because no one's opinion is right or wrong. So we're going to do a fun exercise to illustrate how to find the truth in someone's opinion. So I want you to think of two people that you think are incredibly sexy. So the top two, that's person number one and person number two. And they're both in a pub or bar. And person number one tells you that you're not very good looking or something to that effect. And then later on, person number two tells you that you are good looking. And now these are two people that you think are both incredibly sexy. And so whose opinion is right? Well, it's based on their experiences and how they define good looking. 
But there also could be some truth in what each of them says. So person number one doesn't think you're very good looking. Well, the element of truth in it could be that, well, yeah, maybe on some days you don't have the best behaviors, you don't show up in the best outfit, you don't show up as your, as your best self. Out of all the days in the year, there are going to be days that you look tired or, you, you know, you don't wear the best things, haven't taken care of yourself. And so there is some truth in that, yeah, maybe on some days you're not so good looking. And sexy person number two thinks you are good looking. And well, yes, there is an element of truth in that as well, that you do show up as yourself, as your best self. You put on your best outfit. You have behaviors where you think you're showing up as your authentic self. And finding the element of truth in somebody else's opinion is by far the biggest thing that will set you free from not obsessing, not caring about what other people think of you. When you can be like, yeah, you know, there are times when maybe I, I don't look good or, or yeah, maybe there are times that I, I don't do my best work because of the simple fact that we're all human and out of the 365 days out of the year, we aren't 100% our best selves. So then how do you begin to practice this recipe and maybe think about the comments that are very difficult for you to, to find the truth in? And it might be shocking that sometimes it's actually the positive comments. For me, it was the positive comments where I could, you know, if somebody said, hey, you know, you look really nice today. I really found it very difficult to be like, well, yeah, you know, some days I think I really do put an effort to how I show up, how I look. And so if you can kind of reflect on which opinions kind of uh, bother you and you find that you kind of resist is a really good place to start. So I'm going to wrap it up here, and if you want to know more about the mind boundary, I talk about it more in detail in episode number 19, and it's entitled Other People's Opinions. I'll say goodbye here, and I'll check back with you next week. Thanks for listening. Listen for a new episode next Tuesday by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Bye for now.